Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Click Stuff today. This is your host Daniel. I win with other things besides Uni Mind. Pal? Question mark. Um, and Click Stuff is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, uh, Lucky Dice and The Rock, and Big Bang Toys Comics and Games out of Owensboro, Kentucky, uh, where Click Stuff's home store. Um, all of the links and descriptions for all of our fine sponsors are in the podcast description below. Um, so thanks everybody for listening today and please give our sponsors a check out. And joining me today is Jason Wolverine Swarm Alvey. What's up? And David, I don't know what he's going to play, Gosselman. <laughs> I also don't know what I'm going to play. So, um, how you guys doing today? Sleepy. It's been a long day. Um, I'm not sleepy, but it's already been a long day. Yeah. Yeah, same way. I've had a I've had a long week at work this week. Um, got back from vacation. <laughs> I was only at work for two days, but I had two extremely long and crazy busy days at work. Mm. So, was a was a crazy way to come back to work this week from being out from a week. But uh, no, we appreciate all of our listeners sticking with us. Um, we had a little bit of break there. What we uh, we recorded after Gen Con, but we've had Gen Con. I've been on a week of vacation. Um, we've got Rock Cup prep coming up. Uh, it's been a busy uh, time lately. Yeah, we've. Uh, Came off of like eight weeks of games every weekend. Um, we're at seven weeks out from Rock Cup now. Jeez, it's getting close. Dave's getting married. I am. So you uh, you getting amped about that? Uh, I mean, I guess as amped as you can get. <laughs> I get. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Like, I, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think all that time in the Marines, I, I've gotten to the point where I don't really anticipate stuff too much until it's, like, right in front of me. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, like, I don't get super nervous. Um, I'll probably be nervous, like, an hour before. But um, up until then, I'll be pretty okay with everything. <laughs> I got you some pickle moonshine. Whoa, I don't... You know what? Once I get drunk enough, it won't matter what flavor it is. <laughs> no, you can actually eat the pickle. Oh, whoa. That does do sound you, cool. Do you like pickles? I, I do. I like dill pickles. I don't what's like, a, like... what? What's a dill pickle? Like um, uh, a hamburger pickle. Like, 
You don't like what about like a pickle spear? Yeah, yeah. Like but like have you ever had like um I don't know, like a a sweet pickle or like a bread and butter pickle? Yeah, I mean I'm not a big pickle guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so like the dill pickles are the ones that like they flavor everything after because they actually taste good and the rest are crap. Excuse huh. me while I vomit. Oh, <laughs> God, I hate pickles. I like uh, sunflower seeds that taste like dill pickle. Yeah, see, I'm not a big fan of it, but they just released the pickle moonshine down at the Old Smoky Moonshine. Uh, you know, that'd be a good sponsorship opportunity. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we only drink the finest moonshine from. <laughs> Quick stops brought to you by Old Smoky Moonshine. <laughs> Get your ass drunk before you play some clicks. <laughs> need to need to send them send them an email. The official moonshine of Rock Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh, they just have the little. They bring out their little van full of moonshine. Everybody sampling it. Oh my gosh, I think that would go terribly. Moonshine samples. Yeah, they have them down. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have them down at the Smokies. Like you pay five bucks, and, and you like get all like the moonshines. You get like I don't know, like the equivalent of probably like two, three shots of moonshine. Oh damn! And, and then That's they give a you, a, and then they give you a five dollar coupon. Oh man! So it, they can't give you the liquor for free, so they have to charge you for it. But then they right. give you a five dollar off coupon off the, in the store. That's pretty sweet. So it's essentially free if you're buying something else. So yeah, you're you're basically just taste testing which moonshine you're gonna buy from them. Yeah. For free, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. And there's like four or five of them on the strip. So for like twenty bucks, you can, you know, actually uh, <laughs> tour around to each one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they put on a show too, like all of the all of the bartenders wear overalls and stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> so that's your kind of place. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. I wouldn't be able to walk back to my car after I went to four of those places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. They're pretty. It's pretty awesome little uh, entertainment while you're down there. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, let's get into the meat of segment one of this two-part episode. Uh, we are going to talk about our favorite characters uh, and popular characters. Uh, based on our comic book knowledge and opinions, we're going to talk about what hero clips version we think nails the essence of that figure. Um, so we've got a couple of viewer or listener questions about which ones we think are the best, uh, or asking our opinion of those. Um and we're going to start out with, we're going to do the Trinity from DC and Avengers Prime from Marvel. Essentially their Trinity. Uh, then we're going to do a post pick of each one of ours. So we'll have a total of nine characters plus the ones in the questions. Um, so we're going to alternate back and forth on the Trinity. So let's, let's start with uh, Iron Man. Um, I do not want to go first because he's my favorite, and I want to hear y'all's opinions first. So, uh, Jason, go first. Uh, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, mm, 
Let's see, it's a good choice. Avengers Assemble Super Rare 050 Iron Man. Hmm, I think. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he has improved targeting, which Iron Man should definitely have. He's got probability control, and we all know how that uh, Tony likes to, you know, look into the future and try to control everything, right? (laughs) 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 A little psychic blast, a little invincible top dial, some running shot. He's got a good selection of powers, sidestep, hypersonic speed, some impervious, range combat expert. Uh... I think it, it covers it pretty good, I think. And he's got the defend, so, you know, he's yeah. using, using the armor to protect himself. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Dave? Um, so, I'm not super, like, I mean, I only know mostly Iron Man from the movies, right? And um, I'm not, like, a big Iron Man comic fan. Not that he's not great he's just not one of the ones that appeal to me the most so like my pick normally goes with like um just what i envision the character to be kind of like i guess you could say and so i went with the marvel 10 uh marvel 10th anniversary 009 iron man just because he was really well-rounded but he also was like powerful he had high speed value he had good range he had good powers um and he had that adaptive armor trait which i always think that like you know back then was before invincible was around and it was like a good way to kind of you know iron man is a lot more sturdy than people give him credit for right i mean that suit can really take a beating so i just i like the adaptive armor on him and i liked um that he has Perplex and Pulse Wave, which is fine, but I really feel like a lot of Iron Man should start with an outwit. But he does get outwit sporadically throughout his dial. But I just kind of, I just really liked him. I thought he had a bunch of really good keywords. He's got Armor, Avengers, Celebrity, Illuminati, Shield, and Scientists. And this is before, uh, like, Stark Industries and stuff came out. So, like, I don't know. He's just one of the ones that I, whenever I think Iron Man in Heroclix, that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a very fair assessment. Um, you know, I think um, I have a lot of opinions on what I think is the best Iron Man. Um, you know, I don't really see the one for me that is like the best. Uh, his armor does so much. There's a lot of them that um, have improved targeting, hindering, improved targeting, blocking, like the common Iron Man from Invincible Iron Man. Uh, I mean, that's really a super solid Iron Man, uh, but it's a bit squishy um, at the 300-point dial or the 150-point dial, uh, which I think I get it, right? There's certain versions of Iron Man that, uh, you know, you kind of just tap on the armor and it falls apart, uh, be it a test armor or something along those lines. Um, you know, something like the, um, AVX starter Iron Man, really good. Um, Mm -hmm. he's got an outwit or perplex on his dial. Um, you know, oddly enough in all this though, Dave, I I kind of agree with both of y'all. None of the newer Iron Mans do it for me. Um, like ADW Iron Man, I really like that one. Because he's got the good defensive abilities, a good solid dial, and the pickup power, but he doesn't ignore hindering. 
Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, like if ADW Iron Man ignored hindering for targeting, um, and ignored blocking. I think, I think the perfect Iron Man would ignore hindering, blocking, and elevated, and would also, uh, probably be able to shoot out of adjacency. Um, because even when he's in close combat, right, the armor can shoot a rocket behind him or something like that. Right, like, um, he, he's not, like, a slouch. I mean, even in the movies, you see him, you go, uh-huh. see him go toe-to-toe in close combat with Cap. Now, I mean, a lot of it's the armor, because obviously Tony's not a super soldier, but the fact that he can slog it out in close combat with Captain America is, like, something that people tend to forget about Iron Man. You know, they they think he's very missiles and lasers and, like, photon beams and all kinds of craziness. But it's like, he can get down and dirty when he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. And just look at uh, Infinity War. He had a pretty good not slobber knocker with Thanos, right? Yeah, right. I mean, like, and this is a guy who's not even formally trained to fight. You know what I mean? So, like... Yeah. That's what, I kind of really do enjoy that Mighty Thor Iron Man, just because he's a close combat oriented Iron Man piece. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you had to pin me down to just one Iron Man, I would agree with Jason with the Avengers Assemble Iron Man at 242 points. Uh, he ignores the hindering terrain, he hits hard, he can take a hit, um... And good damage. He has prob. Um, I dig it. <laughs> Can now, you dig it? I mean, even though that that was the Marvel, uh, was it Marvel Now Iron Man? Yeah. Uh, so it was specific, but it was it was it's pretty accurate. Uh, it, it ticks most of the boxes. Yeah, it ticks enough of the boxes. Because uh, I think he's the only Iron Man with top, uh, printed five up top as well. Um, a, a Phoenix Buster has five up top. Um, but I think the Phoenix Buster is a good one as well. Like, it hits hard once and then just totally falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the armor did in the comics. So they've gotten a lot of those very accurate to... Um, very accurate to the to the comic that it was in, um, but uh, you know even um, you know I think one that's aged well that has gotten a boost from the new rules uh, would be the starter Iron Man from uh, Iron Man Three movie set, and uh, this one has the uh, bleeding edge armor defense system. When targeted by a range attack, Iron Man Mark 42 can use super senses. When Iron Man Mark 42 is successfully hit by an attack, reduce damage dealt by three. Um, before Precision Strike just absolutely ruined that Iron Man. Um, but I think uh, I think as a second look after the with the new rules, he can uh, he can do pretty well for himself now. But anyways, I could probably talk an entire hour about Iron Man. Um, let's switch to um, Batman. And Dave, since it's DC, we'll let you go first on Batman. Okay, um, so I was going to go kind of in a weird um, direction because, you know, 
we, we already talked about there's a Batman that I feel is really good, but I also feel is slightly OP. Um, you know, like, in sets where Supermans are, like, 150, we shouldn't have Batmans that are 152. And, and you know, it just, like, is my is my feeling. I feel like uh, a lower point Batmans are where Batman is really accurately depicted, right? Like, in his solo stuff. Like, if, if he's in the Justice League, you never know. But, like, if he's just Batman and he's on his own, like, a 150-point Batman doesn't reflect the things that he's doing within his own comics most of the time. Um, so, I mean, if I wanted to cheat, I could totally be, like, world's finest shifting focus Batman because he's multiple different Batmans, you know? You got your, like, your utility Batman and your close combat Batman and your, like, ranged in cap Batman. But, um... I went with one that I felt like really reflected the Batman it was supposed to, and I'm going with the the Dark Knight Rises like movie set, the um, the the one that goes with the Commissioner or the Lieutenant Gordon really well. I just feel like that Batman is such an accurate representation to the Batman that he's supposed to be. Like he plays, you know, like it's him and Gordon, and they're trying to bring down the bad guys and like. They get bonuses from each other. If they're working together, one, you know, one gets Batman, the other gets PD. They get bonuses to each other. You know, he can if he's coming from the shadows or an elevated terrain, he does pe- penetrating damage. I just feel like he accurately depicts the Batman from the movie. So this is uh, this is the like the marquee figure from the Dark Knight Rises, like number one hundred Batman. Okay, so he has a couple of traits. When you reveal your force, if there's another character on your force named Lieutenant Sergeant Gordon, Lieutenant Gordon, or Commissioner Gordon, then Batman possesses the police team ability, or the police keyword and team ability, and that character possesses the Batman ally team ability. If Batman is adjacent to that character, they each get plus one to their attack if not already modified by this effect. Um, strike from the shadows when Batman occupies hindering terrain or an elevation that is higher than his target, modify his target's defense by negative one and the attack deals penetrating damage. Right. So like if you're next to Gordon, he's police. So you essentially give them minus two and your attack is plus one and your damage is penetrating. And he's got, you know, he doesn't have super overpowered defensive stats. Like, uh, like a Batman doesn't need invulnerability. And a Batman doesn't need to be 200 points like the the 001 from, you know, the Batman set. Like, I just feel like if you have a 200-point Batman, that that's a little ridiculous for a Batman. <laughs> he should never have anything higher than tough. He should always have, like, toughness, combat reflexes, and maybe shape change depending on the story arc he's from. You know what I mean? But yeah, like he's wearing armor. Right. But, I mean, like, he should never, like, he, there should never be an impervious Batman. That's, unless he's wearing, like, you know, like, a mecha suit like he is in that one. <laughs> the Dark Knight, or the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Or like, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, unless he's wearing, like, a, a suit to go toe-to-toe with Superman, Batman should never have anything higher than toughness. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. What do you think? Uh, I remember... Me? Yeah, what do you think, Jason? I'm going to go way back... Uh-oh. ...to Justice League 001, Out of the Shadows, Batman. 
Uh, That's a good one. Chris Motherman, <laughs> Chris Motherman's favorite. I love this Batman. I loved playing this Batman when he came out. I played him <laughs> many, many a time. Uh, I just, I don't know. He starts with Outwit. He starts with Toughness. 11 Attack, 3 Damage. He has Batman TA. He has a ton of good keywords for Batman. And I just love the Out of the Shadows uh, special power. Uh, you know, once per turn when Batman occupies hindering terrain, he's given an action. Given any action that's not a free action, before that action, you may place Batman in any square of hindering terrain six or fewer squares away to which he has a clear line of fire. Just, it just, you know, feels like Batman to me is jumping out of the shadows, taking shots at his opponents, keeping them off, uh, off balance. I don't know. I just really, I really had a fun time playing this Batman. And oddly enough, time. Oddly enough, like other than maybe his damage value, he could still hold up in today's game for seventy-five points. Yeah, he does mid dial. He sags pretty good with like eight attack and one damage, but he has CCE to help a little bit. Yeah, it's like that uh, suit of sorrows Batman from the Batman set is like, oh man, charge flurry ignores all this stuff, and then like in the middle he's like a fourteen defense willpower, and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm going to go a little bit newer, newer than all of you guys, and I'm going to say Trinity War Batman at 85 points. <clears throat> um, I, I, I would agree with you, what you were saying in the pre-show, day that 150-point Batman is too much. Um, but at 85 points, he has charge... 11 attack, 2 damage, um, 17 combat reflexes um, with the, with his pickup power, right? So I think Batman should always have a perplex. He should always have outwit. Um, the prob, I mean, yeah, because he is a strategist, right? Strategist. Um, and then the pickup power, right? I would always, uh, some of the first Batman I watched was, uh, you know, Adam West Batman. Um, and then the Batman animated series stuff where he's always pulling something out of his utility belt. Um, so, I mean, I like the pick of power on, on Batman. I think with Batman and Iron Man, you know, just, and it, it could be just the attack and damage power. I would be okay with just an attack power. Um, that, that is something that's really, uh, really pretty swell on those guys. Cause they always have something up their sleeve. Yeah, I think that pick a power works well for Batman. Yeah, but yeah, but at, definitely at, at 150, it's too much. His, <laughs> his 150 point dial is is not Batman. It's a freaking <laughs> it's a bad god. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bad god. It's somebody that uh, whoever Wiz Kids designed that dial loves Batman, and it's like I love Batman too, dude. But I you know you think maybe you did a little too much there. It's like Batman on his best day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty oh, much, man. right? Ultra Instinct Batman. Just like the Batman of Batmans. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little ridiculous how strong 150 Trinity War Batman is. Yeah. And like calling him out today with the new support rules, like he could call himself out. Well, he could be called out, I mean. Pick support, perplex himself up to a thirteen attack support. That's just that's just insane. Too much. That's not Batman. 
That's Alfred, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just think in a, in a world where we have Supermans with 11 attacks and, and sometimes less, like, you shouldn't have Batman, like, rolling around with 13, 14 attack wreck and stuff. Yeah. Now, I, um... I totally agree, though, with him at 85 points. That's the right spot for me. Oh, yeah. He's he's fantastic there. He's a little squish, but, like, he's more accurate to the character. <laughs> but Batman is a little squish, I think. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be hard to hit with his stealth, with his combat reflexes. Um, and he can always pick shape change. Right. Yeah, I mean, if he needs to put, you know, I, th- I think when he picks shape change, right, he closes the cloak, right? Right. Um... Or the cow, right? It, it, uh, the cape gets closed and he is standing there in a bush. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I like that. And those are all good choices for Batman. Um, you know, here's a good one since we've gotten so many. Uh, what do you think the worst Batman has been? Oh, jeez. All the Batmans that, uh, start with leap climb. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, there there have been a lot of good Batmans that always had problems, you know. Um, like, the one from the Arkham Origins set is really cool, but he's really expensive, you know, like, for your point costs. Where he could, like, shoot around the walls and stuff with, like, his his batarangs and everything. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and he could, like, break down walls with his, like, explosive jelly and... And that's really cool, but he's also, especially back in the day when he came out, like, he he was more expensive than, you know, the Iron Man we were just talking about and stuff like that. 140 points is a lot in a build. You know, unless you're playing, like, a really large casual game, and then he could be super fun, but... Yeah. I agree. Uh, the, the worst Batmans? There's a lot. <laughs> Oh, man. Poor Batman. Um, Let's see. Let's find one that had uh, Leap Climb to start out with. DC 10th Batman had Leap Climb with a 12 attack incapacitate. Yeah, but back then, 12 attack double end cap was really good. Uh, It was pretty good. Oh, man. All right. right. 12 attack was almost unheard of back then. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. People were like, what? This guy? Well, I mean, like, if you pulled him in sealed, you played him because he had a 12 attack. If you pulled a prob, you were in-capping people. Like, um, I kept a World Breaker Hope freaking in-caps, like, a whole entire game um, with a Batman, a Robin, and a Prober whenever we did sealed DC 10. <laughs> nice. How about old... Um, you could go back to Superman, Wonder Woman, and, and Thomas Wayne, Batman. I mean, he has the pill or whatever, but, like, he starts with Leap Climb. There's there's just some Batmans that were just, like, unplayable because they just started with, like, just crap. Mm-hmm. Like, I always feel like a Batman should have a charge or something. Yeah, Batman should always have charge. I agree. The running shot Batmans, I don't really get, though, either, but... Right. I guess that's him charging out of the shadows and throwing something at you. Oh, yeah. And that was another thing is, like, I don't feel like Batman should ever have a range above six. I think six is a little high. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. But I'm saying, like, there are Batmans with sevens out there, and I'm like, why does Batman have seven range? Like, he's throwing he's Batman. But the thing is, right, because I'm Batman. But no, it's like, he's, <laughs> he's throwing things. He's not, like, shooting things or anything. He's, like, just throwing them. And he has, and while he's, you know, peak human physical abilities, he's still just throwing shit. Like, he shouldn't be able to, like, launch things eight range. <laughs> Just yeah. shouldn't be able to do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well, let's switch back to Marvel and talk about Thor. <clears throat> yeah. Jason, I know you love Thor, so I'll, I'll let you start with Thor. Yeah, I, I have one here uh, that I want to pick. My computer's not cooperating at the moment, but... Uh, I'm, it's another oldie but goodie, I think. It's uh, a little before your guys' time. Uh, Hammer of Thor, Common Thor. The 225-point Okay. Uh, um, Thor from that set. Do you have your computer pulled up? Well, I'm trying to pull it up okay, right now. Okay, I got it now. So he, the 226 one? 226 point one, yeah. Yeah, so he's got... Yeah, I think he starts with running... Shot and he has like five damage and ten. I forget what his range value ten, is. Ten, ten range, range, double bolts. Ten range, ten double bolts. Yeah. Five damage. So for yeah. those first two clicks, he's a monster. He just brings the pain, like you know, like Thor should. He's a you know, he's a Asgardian god. He should be able to just rain it down on your head. Uh, right. I I feel like. Uh, you know, uh, when he starts, and I've played, I've played this guy a lot. I just, feel, I just think he feels like Thor to me. Um, and then even you know, he takes a few punches, and then late dial, he uh, he comes back pretty strong. Uh, late dial too. Five damage on his last click. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going all out, man. Like till the death. Jeez. I would not want to be... I mean, 11 attack, 5 damage on that last click. So, like, even if you knock him down to his last click, you better not be next to him. Or even within 10 squares line of fire of him. Yeah, I mean, he's got exploit when he's up close. I mean, he's got... He's indomitable. I love that Which was pretty rare sculpt. back then. Yeah. I love the sculpt and the costume. I mean, yeah. his, he has good attack values. He's good damage his entire dial. I mean, he just... I don't know. He just feels like a... A Thor, me. Yeah, for sure. He's pretty cool. But I did miss out on those days. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I'm having a nostalgia trip or something today. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nah. that's fine. That's fine. Um, what uh, What do you think, uh, Dave? Um. So whenever I think about Thor, and so whenever I was looking through to be like, what's like, for me, the number one Thor piece is I had to remember that Thor, you know, he can fight from range. He can fight up close. And, you know, there are even Thors with hypersonic because, you know, he's got he's fast. He's strong. He can do everything. Right. So there needs to be, you know, there are some Thors that are built for range and some Thors that are built for up close. And, you know, some Thors that are just broken and ridiculous and 400 points. Um, but. I, I guess the one that I'm picking is the Thor Odinson from the Mighty Thor set. And, and you, even if you just, and you know, I'm not even taking the title character abilities into account. I'm just like looking at this piece 
And, you know, he starts off with hypersonic for a few clicks, goes into running shot. He has a seven range. You know, he's in dom, he flies, all that. And then, like, late dial, he's a really good charge super strength piece. Um, his attack value never goes above a 12. His damage never goes above a 5. His defense, you know, goes from, like, he's hypersonic invincible to running shot and vulnerable to charge and imperv. And it's just like, you know, I guess it really speaks to, even though he's really only doing one thing and just, just smashing face, he's doing it in a multitude of ways, which is kind of how I see Thor, you know? Like, he'll throw his hammer one minute and then punch the crap out of somebody and then, like, shoot right across the battlefield and smash somebody else. So, I mean, yeah. I felt I feel like he's he reflects the character pretty well for me. I just realized the two halves of his dial are mirrored stats in reverse, basically. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, just different. Uh, that is cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he starts at 11, 12, 19, 4. He ends 11, 12, 19, 4. Different right. powers, yeah. Different powers, same stats. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Nice. I dig that. No, I think uh, I think that's an accurate assessment. Uh, no, he's a great Thor too. I think he'd be my second choice probably. If the, if it weren't for the nostalgia boner on the other one. Yeah, I just totally have a huge boner for the other one. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, you opened my eyes. That guy's scary. Like, imagine like putting him on his last click. Like he's still. Oh like, yeah. Oh my God! Eleven <laughs> five for ten squares. To, Freaking with two bolts, like something's gonna die even before this guy's like finally said and done, you know? Yeah, I, mean, he, I guess he—he's uh, just from a time from like before. I like I didn't know what like competitive hero picks was, like you know. Right, and so just, you still used to just whoever brought the biggest beat stick had a pretty good chance of winning. Right, I just like played what was fun, like yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. How dare you? How dare you play fun stuff here? Uh, I don't know. Last time I checked, competitive plays pretty fun, but it is in, in a different in a, in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> so I like the Age of Ultron starter Thor at uh, number one hundred three. Um, the movie, so, the movie one, yeah, A A O U. Uh, so this Thor has a special speed power. This Thor can use charge and quake when he does use, when he uses charge, you may choose not to have the speed value from it. But if you do, he may only activate quake with the close combat action. Um, I just really, that's a really a good, um, picture of me of Thor, right? The initial thing that Thor does, he flies into battle, he slams Mjolnir down and blows everybody back. Because uh, he also has the ability, whenever Thor makes an attack, you may choose that the attack generates not back. Um, but he also has 8 range in the Avengers Initiative TA. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, I figure Thor, with all of his ability to see, uh, you know, uh, kind of the, uh, I don't know, Odin sight there. I'm kind of making up that word, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a, he's an Asgardian god, the right? Odin so, right. Um, I'm going to Google that, and that's going to be a thing. And I'll be like, whoa. <laughs> but, you know, Thor can bring the lightning down at eight range, right? Like, right. I just picture, right. like, Batman would be in the corner, like, do-do-do, you know, hiding in a bush. And Thor would be like, I see you with the all Man dressed as ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here, taste that. 
Taste the uru of Mjolnir. <laughs> and you have those those scenes in the movie where he comes leaping in and just you know brings that hammer down on the ground and you know right. like that, the full move quake just represents that really good. Yeah. Also, that's gotten better since the rules updates. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it has. Yeah. Yeah, that could totally be more damage from across the board. Yeah. Eleven squares hit you for four. Yeah, but he also just breaks down the lightning too, right? Lightning hits Mjolnir and he just shoots it across the battlefield. Well, isn't there a Thor that has that exact ability? Is called like breaking down the lightning or something? Uh, yeah, that's the uh, Chase Thor from Thor: The Dark World. Um, he can use the uh, called down the lightning. Yeah, yeah, but the other thing is that this Thor is 100, 105, 150 points. And the other one's 400. The other one's 400 (laughs) points for 10 clicks. So it's literally 40 points a click. Um, But no, he has the Give Thor a ranged action, and he can use his improved targeting uh, Norse characters for this action. The area of effect for this ranged attack is any one square within range and line of fire, and each square adjacent to it. A hit character occupying the chosen square is dealt Thor's printed damage value which All is other characters <laughs> are dealt Thor's printed damage minus one, which is four. Yeah. But I play AKA, that. You better hope your defender's team's got like a 23 defense. It is 12 attacks. <laughs> but like in a 400 point game, like that's it. Yeah, he gets out of action like crazy. Yeah. And he only has impervious yeah. up top. Yeah. He's just, oh, he's pretty much overcosted for what he does. Yeah, like yeah. this guy, that guy could easily be 225. Same dial, 225. Yes. You know, I, I also really dig uh, Avengers Assemble Thor. Uh, they, did, think, they, they did a really good job on the Trinity in that set. Yeah, they did. I mean, he has, he's a, his, his first half is range, the second half is close combat. Mm-hmm. He starts with running shot, pulse wave, and the 18 invincible, and the eight range double targets, and uh, indomitable five damage. Yeah, he feels like Thor to me too. Yeah. Now I think I think there was one I just saw, and I'm looking it up. I, his first half of his dial started um, close combat, and then goes to range. Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels like Thor to me, because it feels like Thor comes in, hits hard first, and then is like, oh, holy crap, this is a frost giant, I need to back <laughs> out. And, and then he, he running shots away. I had to find out which, I didn't, I was just clicking around here looking. Um, but literally his, fir- his big dial, <laughs> oh, here it is, it's the uh, Avengers movie uh, free comic book day Thor. At uh, 200 points, he starts with charge, 11 attack, 5 damage. And then his later half of his dial, his split dial, is running shot pulse wave. And then he actually ends on hypersonic quake. So, all with the 8 range and all that good stuff. Um, I think that's a really good representation of Thor's dial as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, charge charges in, running shots away. After he realizes what kind of mess he's got himself into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this he, might be a bit much. 
I mean, he's only 1,500 years old. Right. You know, he, he has learned by now. He hasn't <laughs> learned everything yet. He still has a few decision-making issues. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's go back to DC and uh, do Superman. Oh, man. Um, I can yeah, go, I guess. Yeah, you go for it, Dave. This one, um, this one I had trouble with. There, there are just so many different, like, hero clicks, Superman, and let's be honest, a lot of them are the same freaking piece. Like, it doesn't matter, like, how many points or how many years apart or what storyline it's from. Like, the really big beat stick Supermans are all extremely similar. Um, with just different special powers based on, you know, what they're doing. So, with, with Superman, um, I went with the one that everybody says reflects the Superman from its comic the most. And I went with, um, the Superman 001 from the Superman set. Um, this is supposed to be all-star Superman. You know, he's yeah. in Dom, but- eight-range, Superman ally. I'm going with a 300 pointer. Um, I mean, he still reflects himself at 150 as well. But, um, you know, he's got 11 hypersonic speed, 12 attack super strength, and, you know, back in the day, you'd pick up an object with him and take it. 18 um, imperv before Invincible existed, and outwit with 5 damage. Um, because this Superman was smart, because, you know, he's not a dumb character. He's just not always portrayed as as intelligent as he actually is. So yeah, I think, um, I think like Superman, the pinnacle, like yeah. Yeah, I think Superman holds back his intelligence on us as well. Like he doesn't let people know how really smart he can be. Right. Um, I mean, I, the, the the yellow sun, right? It, it affects his brain just like it affects his muscles. Right. I mean, so you know. This this all star Superman is just he's just really good and you know he alternates with with some hypersonic and some charge and late dial running shot side blast um, you know he's actually a Superman you rarely see that has perplex um, and then late dial regen and the um, he has earthbound neutralize at the end too he even gets support on his second to last click which is another rare power for a Superman but I mean like I don't know he just he reflects. Mostly what I see as a Superman character. I don't see a lot of shooting. I, I know we got a lot of shooty, shooty, pew, pew Superman in Hero Clicks, but that's not something you really see a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever you. Like, he's always just punching a dude right in the face. You know what I mean? So. Well, yeah, I think. I, I agree with you. I think it's the same thing as Thor, right? Like, I see Superman comes in, right? He picks up a tank turret, smashes the thing. Gets knocked back, right? Somebody punches him back. Yeah. And then he uses his eye lasers or his freeze breath while he flies back in on them. Right. And, like, I don't know, just, like, you know, Superman's got to be versatile. And just, this one's maybe not the most versatile Superman because he literally only has two two, uh, clicks of running shot. But, you know, back in the day, could you... I, I don't know if I'm right on this. Did you always half range during hypersonic? No. All right. So you know, Mm-mm. like in the old. And there's rules. a reason. The reason for that is, and the reason for that is, is a Superman figure. Yeah. So I mean, Icon you know, Superman caused the rule to be changed. 
Okay, so it was changed before he came out, but, like, still, he can... I mean, back then, 8 range was still really good, and if you could shoot 4 during hypersonic, that was really good, too. He was definitely a crutch piece for um, me and some other people that I knew who were starting out around the same time. Oh, I mean, I, I remember seeing this figure so much back in the day, and just, just crushing shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was so... He didn't have any special powers... So, like, he, and, you know, he, I mean, you go to the first game ever and you play a Batman and you're like, why can't I see him? This doesn't make any sense. So, you know, you come out the next week with Superman you just run up and smash the crap out of Batman, you know? And he's got the outwit because you went to your first venue and, and you got wrecked by some guy who had three outwits and you're like, what? Why are you turning off all my stuff? So... Yeah, he was definitely one of my first crutch pieces. <laughs> I can say that with all honesty. Hmm. I like that one. What do you think, Jason? Uh, I guess I, it's hard to pick Superman, but I think I'm going to go with Justice League Trinity War 050 Superman. Yeah. Uh, he takes a lot of the boxes. Uh, I mean, he started, he's Superman TA... Uh, he starts out with super strength and hypersonic. He has leadership that also uh, boosts his uh, friendly characters. Uh, he has the freeze breath. Um, you know, he has a, he has a t as a trait that uh, boosts Justice League <coughs> characters. I mean, uh, he has a lot of the power. You know, the power. There's good stats: twelve attack, five damage, nineteen defense, invincible. And Superman TA, he just, I don't know, he feels like a super, he feels like what Superman would be mm -hmm. to me. You, you want to hear a funny, funny story about this guy? Is I always okay. assume that he was like an evil Superman. Like in my brain, when I think of Trinity War Superman, I think bad, like bad guy Superman. But that's only because everyone used to play him with the yellow lantern. <laughs> They play with the yellow power battery for so, for so for some reason, like, I always imagined him as, like, this evil character that I have to, like, defeat. And not that he's actually, like, this good character with, like, leadership and bonuses for, like, other Justice League people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll give, I'll give like, uh, like, honorable mention to that icon, Superman, because he was, like, so good. <laughs> so OP that they changed the rules of the game. That, like, I figure it was 251 points, right? The veteran version. But he had 13 hypersonic and a 10 range. You didn't have range mm. on hypersonic at that time. So it was a 23 square swing, and he had 5 damage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just wrecked shit, <laughs> like, as Superman should do, right? Right. Um, that figure is still worth money. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy to me. He had a super long dial. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. Of the old school, like, non-carded, you know, figures, he's definitely one of the best there ever was. Mm-hmm. He looks brutal. I'm scared. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face him. I tell you, <laughs> though, I, I, I did hate facing that Trinity War Superman. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I think, I think, though, um... Jason, you 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 picked the Superman that ticked off all the points, though, right? Hypersonics in, smashes you with something, gets knocked back, um, shoots you with his freeze breath, and then finishes off his dial with another punchy 
piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully by that point, Superman defeated you. <laughs> hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> uh, if not, he has to call in Batman. <laughs> you better call in 150 Trinity War Batman. <laughs> yeah. Get that heel off. Yeah, uh, the Trinity War just did a good job on the DC Trinity figures. They just mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's switch back to Marvel for uh, Captain America. And... That's tough. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like that is a tough one. Why don't you go for it then, Jason? What do you have for us? Uh, I think. I, I don't know. I've been thinking about this, and it's, it's hard to pick a Captain America that really represents everything that Captain America should be, in my opinion. Uh, I think I've decided to finally go with uh, Avengers Age of Ultron movie, uh, 103 <laughs> Captain America. Uh, is what I decided on, I think. I'm trying to pull it up here. 102, Captain America. 102, I'm sorry, yeah, 102, Captain America. Uh, he's got, he's, you know, he's close combat piece. He's got charge, 12 attack, uh, three damage. And F, he can't be a Captain America unless he has leadership. And right. <laughs> he, he has this special leadership, part of the Avengers. He can use leadership, and he can use it normally or as a power action. If he uses a power action and succeeds... He can remove an action token from all friendly Avengers characters within six squares. Um, I just, that's probably, that's the best leadership on a cap I can think of, really. And he has the shield toss trait so that he can make close combat attacks within six squares. So that just represents the shield throwing. Uh, you know, he starts out with toughness, so it's not, I don't think he should have more than toughness, really. Then he goes into combat reflexes. He has good. Stats pretty much his entire dial. He's Avengers Initiative TA, so he's not getting hung up <laughs> on hindering terrain. He's 100 points, so he's not super expensive, and he's indomitable, which I think Cap should always be. So Yeah. I think I he think, gets most of it for me. Yeah, I think that this Captain America would be perfect if he had traded or at least initial energy shield deflection. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Because that first hit from the rocket launcher or a repulsor ray or a machine gun, uh, you know, he holds up the shield and uh, deflects it. So uh, maybe range super senses. I I hate saying range super senses because that's what the next character we talk about, Wonder Woman, always gets. Um, But, you know, (laughs) some special power energy shield deflection or... Some traded energy shield deflection would be perfect. And there, and there are caps out there that have exactly what you're talking about, uh, as far as that goes. But yeah, I just, I just think they, it, he, it's, whiz kids have a hard time really pinning down what everything that embodies cap and everything he should have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Dave? Um. So. As JC was saying, like, there's just no perfect cap. So I'm, I'm going to go with the cap that I think is um, as close to perfect, even though this cap is super flawed. Um, I feel like if you cut out the middle of his dial and maybe um, 
change a few powers around and drop him down in points, he'd be the perfect cap. Um, so I'm just going to go with uh, AVX Captain America. Um, I really like what? that he... I just like that trait, man. The fact that he can pick combat reflexes or energy shield deflection at the beginning of your turn and keep it until your next turn really makes that cap for me. He's got trait leadership already. So, I mean, and he can leadership Avengers around him. Like, it, it says it, um, he can use leadership when he does, and the result is six. You may place a friendly character with the Avengers keyword, lower point value within four squares, and only if you remove a token from him. So he can, you know, he can help other Avengers. He's got cool keywords. But I think the main thing is the trait. Like, the fact that he's got a reducer, which I, I don't know about the toughness thing. I'd say this one's got imperv, um, but if you give him on the 100-point dial, he's invuln, and I really feel like that's... I feel like Captain America could have invuln. How do you pick a 200-point Captain America and you don't like a 150-point Batman? Batman's not a super soldier. (laughs) (laughs) This is... This is everything you hated about Trinity War Batman in the Captain America. <laughs> no, I hated Trinity War Batman because it's like, oh, I have uh, Outwit, Perplex, and Prob, and I get to pick a standard uh, defense or, still, dam- or standard damage or attack power. Which is like, still totally plausible for Batman. <laughs> well, I mean, like, the the only other Captain America I would pick, it would be the shield, uh, the one from the Captain America set that has the detachable shield. Uh, yeah, that was a cool one. Yeah, he was really cool because he was a charge piece, very close combat oriented, defenders Captain America piece. He was cheap. He didn't have higher than toughness. He did have indom, and he could throw his shield. So I always thought that was cool. But I mean, and this one gets what? What's it say on the shield? He does not use it when making close count. While the shield is being held, Captain America has energy shield deflection and running shots. So there you go. That's that's the guy then. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like that for 83 points. Yeah. Yeah, he was always a fun one to play. I enjoyed that one a lot. On that weird-ass weird peanut base, though. Yeah. yeah. And every, that shield always gets lost. <laughs> Right, well, good thing we got light shield objects with that set, right? Remember oh, those? I know it, right? Then you could glue your shield in there, kind of, or whatever, and just, like, or take it off and put it aside so you don't lose it, and just, like, use the light shield object as the object you're throwing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just wanted to do AVX just because I like the piece. He's super sturdy for a cap. Offensively, he's kind of weak. But, like, defensively, he's probably the strongest cap out there. I mean, obviously, he's 200 points, so. <laughs> right, so if you, if you gave me AVX cap at 145 points and chopped off his eighth click. Right, or like I said, just, like, chop out the, chop out the middle, chop out the special in-cap power. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like... And then maybe bump him down to Invuln starting out. Because an Imperv Captain America is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, right. But, like, yep. chop out a good three clicks right there in the middle. And give him the same trait. Knock him down to Invuln. Keep his stats pretty much the same. And, like, and you, I'd play him at, like, 125 or 1. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't 
talk about Captain America, I'll talk about my favorite one, though. Like, Hammer of Thor, Captain America is my, my favorite one to play probably of all time. <laughs> I played what, this shit What if that was Dan's figure. pick? Well, I'm just saying, I love that thing. <laughs> he was just so squished, though. Like, he was he really was good up squished, top. But... I mean, if, if, you'd, if you could knock him off those first three clicks, he sucked. But, like, <laughs> that's harder than it than you thought because he had a 20 from range back then. And this is an yeah. eight-range Captain America. With dual targets, and he got to... You know, he's only, he's a lot of times only blocked by walls and indoor blocking terrain. I mean, do you feel like eight's too much for Cap? No, I don't. I mean, he does have super strength, so... Uh, yeah, that's way too much. For Captain America? Yeah. What about seven? No, I think... I think... So here's the thing. I think... Captain America falls into the same range value as Batman. Now, here's why. Batman is throwing a light uh, batarang, so that's pretty easy to throw for five. Um, but it'll do a lot of damage. Now, Captain America is throwing that, you know, shield, and he has got super strength or superhuman strength, but it's still a she. It's still a shield. It's not like it's firing a gun or a laser it's, beam. It's magical. Don't don't talk bad about the shield. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, the, about the average range for Captain America throughout all the sets, newer than it's Hammer of Thor, are five to six. Yeah. Some even have four. Yeah, but if, we, you know, if we think about all the things that that shield has done or does or has done, you're going to you're going to say throwing it eight squares is like the biggest thing that it shouldn't be able to do. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, like I'm, I was looking at it and I'm like, crap! I forgot this dude had eight freaking range. Like that just seems like a lot of range for Captain America, even though he has super strength. Like, yeah. like I said, I would give Batman five or six. I would give Cap six or seven. But eight range is kind of well, Whoa, that, that's fine. It's still my favorite. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and the sculpt is really good, too. Yeah, that piece is really good. So I would definitely agree with you guys as far as, like, the ultimate Captain America. Um, I think mine's going to be a little bit different as far as what's the closest uh, Captain America. Uh, that's going to be ADW Hydra Cap. So he starts out with um, the energy shield deflection. He's a 20. He's got the leadership. Um, he's got the charge. Um, so he's protected from range. He's got the Avengers team ability. He's got the shield team ability. Um, and Hydra. Yeah, so I'm mean, like, if if you cut out, like, the Hydra part of that uh, dial, um, I think that would be the perfect cap. So hopefully the new shifting focus cap coming out will will remedy our need for the perfect cap. We'll just split it into a few different pieces, right? <laughs> yeah, that works for me. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to more Marvel. Bring it on. <laughs> Let's move on to the only lady of the show. Um Miss Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. Um, oh, man, this was another tough one just because they've made so many Wonder Womans over the years. Yeah. Um, what, um, who wants to go first on this one? Mm, I'll tell you. Okay, I'll go. Mm-hmm. 
I'll, and I'm, I'm going to pick another golden oldie Ooh. that I just like to used to play like a bunch. That was just badass. I thought it was Arkham Asylum Wonder Woman number oh, 23, 248 points. Wonder Woman is uh, that the one that had like the column or whatever? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her. I just used to love playing. She just beat the shit out of stuff. Like. She had leadership and perplexed to star, 18 impervious, she was indomitable, she flew, she had charge and super strength and 12 attack, and uh, she got that bullets and, I think maybe this was the first iteration of the bullets and bracelets special power she's had on so many different characters. She gets involved, and then she's targeted for range attack, she gets super senses, she had mid-dial flurry, four damage, and she ends in charge export, I don't know, I thought she was, and she has JLATA. And some decent keywords. I just, I don't know, I always enjoyed her. <clears throat> I like that one. Yeah, that's a, I like that idea on that one. Yeah, uh, I think she's just really good. I used to play her quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and go next on this one. Okay. I like the um, Fast Forces... Uh, JL52 Wonder Woman at 100 points. Um, mm-hmm. So this one has the trait of Amazon Warrior. After Wonder Woman has been carried, she may be given a non-free action if she has not already been given one this turn. Um, so what that embodies Wonder Woman for me, right? It's got the charge, <coughs> it's got the invuln, it's got good stats, it's got flurry. Um, but like, I picture that, like, that Wonder Woman's the one that's jumping off of the horse, or, uh, jumping out of the invisible jet, uh, quite literally with this set, um, or close to round to this set, um, so, I always picture Wonder Woman jumping out of the jet, or jumping off the, the, the horse, and then, uh, attacking some dude. And making him, uh, making him pay for it. <laughs> That's what you get for being a dude. Basically. What do you think, Dave? Yeah. Man, there are just so many good Wonder Womans, um, and they all just do a little bit different stuff, but I still go with my favorite, the uh, one of the only Wonder Women wearing pants. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the old, uh, the old D00001 or whatever. The, uh, the WizKids um, Supremacy League Convention Exclusive Prize Wonder Woman from, like, 2011. Um, oh, yeah. I just, I, I, every time I can talk about her, I will, because I just loved her. Um, so she had the bullets and bracelets trait. It's, uh, she can use energy shield deflection, and when she would be the target of a ranged attack, she can also use super senses on top of the invulnerability that she already had. Um, let's see. Um... And then she had lasso capture towards the end. An opposing character takes damage from Wonder Woman's attack. That character can't break away even automatically during its next turn um, if Wonder Woman's adjacent to it. And then she could perplex. Um, she had perplex starting out, and then she could also perplex Amazons by plus two. Um, you know, she's charge, super strength, invulnerability, perplex, um, flight, indom. Mid-dial hypersonic speed, late-dial flurry without wit and toughness. So, like, I don't know. She's She's got the ESD, she's got the super senses from range, and she's got the reducer, and she's, like, just this up-close. So, like, 
whoever she's fighting up close, she's going to manhandle, and your support is going to have a hard time killing her from far away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just really always liked her. And her sculpt is badass as well. Yeah, I dig that one. That's a good pick, Dave. Yeah. She's, she's, I loved her, man. She was awesome. Yeah. Probably well, they, a little pricey um, back in her day. Yeah, like, even then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's still really cool. Yeah, I dig that. Well, let's uh, let's move on to host choice uh, for our remainder three. Uh, Dave, you just want to pick your favorite question, all of them? <laughs> you know, uh, I can't pick my favorite because I love them all so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. um, if you want me to go, I can. Yeah, no, seriously, go for it. Give us your real pick. Okay, so I, I decided to pick um, Green Arrow as my choice. Um, and the, the one I chose is definitely not the Elseworlds chase. Um, if we all really wanted to be super technical about the Elseworlds chase, we should have bitched about the fact that if they're kryptonite arrows, why do they turn off Unimine's defense? You know, (laughs) like if it's a kryptonite arrow, it should only work on Kryptonians and stuff. So I'm not knocking the piece. The pieces is, is good. It's just not true to the character. Right, it's not even true to the name of the power. Um, but one piece that I thought that is really true to Green Arrow is um, the Justice League Trinity War Gravity Feed Green Arrow with the with the arrow tokens and stuff. Like, and and even without, you know, everybody's going to say that it's all the arrow tokens. But the fact is that, like, so here's his take a shot and fade away. Green Arrow can use running shot and stealth, like. Green Arrow isn't Batman, but if he doesn't want to be found, he's not going to be found, right? Um, obviously, running shot, he's an archer. And then he can use sidestep after the action is resolved. He, he starts out with running shot, he's got precision strike and combat reflexes. You know, Green Arrow's not exactly built to take a hit, right? He, he It's all on him not getting... You know, he, he fights with a bow. He wants to... It, it doesn't reflect how he can fight up close perfectly, but he's still no slouch. He's still going to be a 19, because uh, he has 17 combat reflexes to try to hit him. His attack side, he's got 7 range, which is, is good. It's not ridiculous. It's not like the 10 range green arrows of the past. But then the arrow tokens just put him over the top, and, but they make sense thematically with the character, you know? Because green arrow has so many different arrows that do so many different things. And it's not overly powerful because you only get a certain amount of them. I mean, that changed whenever you could just call him on the map with an ID. But if you put him main force, he feels like you're playing a green arrow on the map. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then later, he's super squishy, but that's because he's taken a hit. Like, Oliver's not a super soldier, and he's not a Kryptonian. So, like, if you punch him, yeah, he's down to, like, willpower. Like, he's going to be doing his best to do what he can with what he has left. So he gets, like, ranged combat expert, and his attack is a little lower, and he has leap climb to, like, get away to where he can make another shot. And I just feel like he reflects the character of Green Arrow very well, whereas some other characters either don't have the versatility that Green Arrow displays, 
or they're just not as accurate to some of the things that he can do. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, just to be fair, we're arguing that uh, Oliver Queen can shoot an arrow uh, just as far as Captain America can throw a shield. Right. I mean, but that's my... I think that's at least agreeable, right? An arrow's not very heavy, mm-hmm. and he's got a compound bow. So, I mean, they can shoot fairly far. No, I'm just saying that Captain America can't throw a shield as far. Like, if seven's, oh, the, green, yeah. if seven's the benchmark for a green arrow, like, Captain America's like a five or a four. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that, too. You never really see uh, well, they're Captain different America. different eras of the game. Right. I mean, like, yeah, it, like the, the the Captain Americas of this Green Arrow's time were, were like five and, and six range. Yeah, so, that, makes, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, like, like I'll, I'll pick another old one, since that seems to be my thing tonight, right? Crisis? Crisis Green Arrow, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Ten range, triple target. Oh, that guy was so beast. Cla- classic Oliver Queen sculpt. Uh, he has, he has oh, the Robin Archer. Hood sculpt. Yeah, Emerald Archer special power giving him plus two on a ranged combat attack on his attack power. Uh, he has the he had he had a special power giving him running shot and leap climb. Uh, he had ranged combat expert. He had uh, some running shot on his dial, and he had the Hail of Arrows special power. He gets attack multiple targets and increases damage by each one hit, and then divided among them. I don't know. He was just a cool. He had stealth to start out with. He was just a cool green arrow for back in the day. Everybody, everybody should thank God that that green arrow did not start with running shot. Right, running shot, yeah. twelve attack. The only drawback to him was he had two damage. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a huge, but he had RCEs. If you're going to be a stealth sniper, uh, oh my back God. in the day, he was the he was your man, right? <laughs> twelve attack, so four damage, four damage from ten range. <laughs> yeah, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I've never seen this one before. That's cool. Yeah, he was like I'm giving Dan some like the some stuff he's never seen tonight. He's just like, like ooh, stuff. I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, let's give this guy a spotlight, and it'll be a lot better. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a cool piece. Dan, do you have a Green Arrow? That's um. I mean, Trinity, the, the Justice League Trinity War Gravity Feed really fits, like, um, the Justice League Unlimited one, right, where he, you know, has the boxing glove arrow and the, uh, you know, the smoke arrows and all those crazy, crazy different arrows, right? Right. Um, it just trade sculpts with the Crisis one, and it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's pretty much spot on, right? I, if that's that's the modern Green Arrow to me, um, but if I think of just like the classic comic book Arrow, uh, like Joker's Wild nails it. Yeah, I mean he's just he's just a dude with a, a bow and arrow. <laughs> hey guys, I brought my bow. Oh, good, because you're useless without it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can I honorable mention the uh, Justice League 52 Green Arrow? Yeah, I love that one, too. That was oh, he was mine. Yeah. He's run shot, sharpshooter, energy explosion, willpower, RCE. He had a trait called best shot in the biz. 
Green Arrow modifies the attack value by plus two when targeting a single character within five squares with a ranged combat attack. Which, just when you thought that he was going to be screwed and he was late dial, he got that trait plus this power. Flurry of Arrows. Give Green Arrow ranged combat action targeting a single character. After the ranged combat attack resolves, he may make a second ranged combat attack as a free action targeting one other character. So it's like, oh, I have a, you know, even though he's down to a nine, he's like, okay, I have, you know, freaking energy explosion with a 11 attack now because you're within five. And then I get to shoot you, and then I get to shoot your friend. And if he's within five, I get to energy explode off him again. So, I mean, like, he was pretty cool. Uh, I'd like to. Yeah, that top-down triple target energy explosion running shot. Was just, yeah. Oh, I played, shooter. Ugh. I played it's, him uh, and Hawkeye at one time from Chaos War. It's too bad energy explosion sucks now. <laughs> That's like, true. None, of the, none of that nostalgia that you guys just said works these days. But it was great back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us have our thing, Dan. <laughs> there are other people that are going to be listening to this, and they're going to feel that. They're going to feel mm-hmm. that nostalgia. Yeah, I'm, just, they I'm, just, I'm just more pissed that Energy Explosion sucks now. Yeah, me too. Like, it became an, it became an irrelevant power. Well, whenever I started, it was worse than it is now, so... Remember those great days when it paired with, like, like uh, penetrating psychic blast <laughs> and stuff, you know? Oh, I remember uh. whenever Steve and Terry had a huge argument about if energy explosion wraps around a corner even if they're adjacent. And it's like, it says adjacent, but I'm behind a corner. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're still exploded, bruh. Yeah, explosions don't care about no wall, bruh. <laughs> no, I still I still remember Rock Cup of 2015 when I gave the Age of Ultron Hawkeye uh, energy explosion, psychic glass. He had precision strike on his dial with triple bolts, and I was like, yeah, yeah. There's there's no reducer stopping this other than invincible. Uh, everybody's taking three. So, I don't know. Uh, there, there's a lot of green arrows out there, and I'm glad we could have a conversation about him without even talking about the Elseworlds one that much. No, I think the Elseworlds one is right. It, it's it's incorrect in that it should just only turn off defensive powers of, of um, Kryptonians. Kryptonians, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I get that it would be kind of stupid within the game, and it would pretty much make the piece kind of dumb. I mean, like, be... He's still got good values, but he wouldn't be what he is today. Yeah, he wouldn't be an $80 piece. No. <laughs> so, Jason, let's uh, let's round over to your Spooder Man. Okay. Well, I, I think you guys probably know which one I'm going to pick. Handstand? Uh, yeah, Spooder <laughs> 049, Handstand, Spider-Man. Like, I mean, it... it it's Spider-Man still one of those figures that they have a hard time pinning down really good, but I feel like this guy does most of it for me. He has the elevated hindering, the elevated, uh, or the North Nearest North elevated train for movement, North hindering train for movement. He has the spider sense trait, which gets around precision strike, thank God, uh, where he uh, has better super senses. 
Uh, he has, and he's mobile top dial, which a lot of the Spider-Man just didn't have a, a moving attack power top dial. So he's got hypersonic speed. I mean, it represents his his just speed and agility, the perplex up top, willpower, super strength. He gets outwit in his dial. Uh, yeah, he just does. He does most all of it for me. I like. He's not perfect, but he's just about as close as we've got. I think. You mean you don't like TV's Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh, TV Spider-Man's good. Said no one ever. <laughs> you know what? I still remember whenever uh, we played in What If Sealed last year, and you had a Daredevil, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or I had one of the TV versions. Yeah, he was hard as shit to hit. <laughs> yeah, you had the celebrity or reporter keyword, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to plus two my defense. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that's a 20 on your 10. You were like, damn it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a really good Spider-Man that was really one of the first things that I got into in the game I like I still think he holds up as AVX Spider-Man same Dan same he's definitely my num- the number two one I think um, he, he's he got the improved movement right so I don't think Spider-Man needs like leap climb or something like that right, uh, right. so he's got the improved movement Elevated, hindering, outdoor blocking, ignores characters. Um, and I, I think really the only thing that I, it would get me would be like, ignores characters except if they have plasticity. Because like, Sandman and Doc Ock time down. Um, mm-hmm. But um, he has the traded uh, super senses from range. Uh, he's got the shape change. Uh, and he's got the movement attack ability. So, like, Spider-Man swoops in, swings in on his web, kicks you in the face, and swings on by. Um, so, I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's always been my favorite Spider-Man. Um, yeah, he's, he's just he's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah, until, until Superior Foes came around, this was my best Spider-Man. Uh, I still do love me some Fear Itself Spider-Man. He was pretty cool. <laughs> he was pretty cool, too, yeah. Yeah. Flying Spider-Man. Like, maybe the only, I think it might be the only one that had flight. I think. Uh, other than the Cosmics? Don't the Cosmics have it? Yeah, the Cosmics have it. Yeah, but that's Cosmic Spider-Man. I also really like Scroll Spider-Man, just because he made all the scrolls freaking have the Spider-Man team ability. So it's like, hey, look, we're scrolls of wildcard now. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, who I had, I had fun with was like Amazing Spider-Man 201, 75 point Spider-Man, right? Like uh, I can remember putting the bat belt on this dude, giving him charge flurry, <laughs> <laughs> and like plus two attack, right? That was some badass stuff. Oh, it was so fun. He had improved movement, elevated hindering characters, and he he was like one of the first ones that had like a moving attack ability top dial. Mm. Spider-Man 2099 was always kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Spider-Man 29 was cool. I'll never forget knocking Jeremy's Spider-Man 2099 off the top of a mountain with Trinity Ward Green Arrow and KO and him. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the first oh. games Jeremy ever played. Like. <laughs> Deadpool Superior Spider-Man. Remember him? Oh, he yeah. was cool. Mm-hmm. Spider-Bot Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. 
I always liked him. I liked that his his damage dealt by him couldn't be reduced below one. So, like, you could give him the Phoenix Force back in the day. Oh, and yeah, they, the poison. they couldn't reduce his poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, nope, you're still taking it. <laughs> if only we realized that shredders were coming at that time. Right. Mm. We had no idea. <laughs> we how, naive, how naive we were in 2014. Oh, right. Like, if I told you, like, you were just coming off of the cop cars of 2013... Like, if I told you in 2014, Dave, like, hey, Dave, there's these uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles clicks coming, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Oh, but, hey, there's going to be there, there's gonna be cop cars. I loved cop cars back in the day. Um, Man, we used to have <laughs> cop cars in that, in that Batman that you chose and Gordon all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. No Man's Land was stupid, oh especially whenever it was limited to, like, Batman t- so, like, I had the Gordon, the Batman, the cop car, and, like, um, so I played a police theme or something, or, or Gotham or whatever. I had the freaking um, Arkham Asylum Professor Zoom. Although, yeah, the one that's got the police keyword, right? Yeah, so you, yes. like, have Hypersonic and Flurry and Prob, and then I played Rachel Dawes from the Dark Knight Rises set. It was 45 points with PD, and she had Perplex, and she could use it twice as long as they had the Batman ally or police TA. So, like, and then I had Dick Grayson. Like, so, like, if they killed my cop car, he would come out, and then he would use his double incapacitate power on them. I remember Kyle flipping because I drove a cop car up a ladder onto a roof. (laughs) (laughs) Like the only, the only place where like the elevation changes is a ladder. And I drove up onto the roof with the cop car. And he's like, what kind of freaking game is this where a cop car can drive up a ladder, bump my Spider-Man and then stick him there and he can't go anywhere. And then like (laughs) Batman got <laughs> Those cars were great, man, because they were just so their dials were deep, and mm-hmm. the cuff to the bumper was amazing. So, like, I would play. I played against an Avengers Prime, like a full blown Avengers Prime. I bumped it, did one penetrating damage, and knocked it off of um, like its super high defense click. Put it at the back of the cop car because you can put it within three of wherever you hit it. So now they're stuck next to the cop car, and then Gordon and Batman are like, oh, well, you get minus two to your already high defense, and my defense or my damage is going to be penetrating because I'm shooting from this hindering terrain over here. And suddenly, like, two turns later, their Avengers Prime is, like, gone because it got wrecked by a cop car and a cop and Batman. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is that we need cop cars carrying shredders. Uh, only if you drop the point value of the cop car down to, like, 35 points. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. I mean, imagine just back in the day, like, they had the Lex piece that would was a wild card, and then you would play it with, like, a GCPD bike and use the GCPD ATA because you didn't have to have a theme team back then. Oh, that was the one with the battle suit, right? Uh, yes. If yes. you move, like, yeah. five squares or less, he got a free attack. So yeah. you'd be like... Now imagine, like, it was just like, okay, um, GCP, I copy GCPD, uh, we're going to move four squares for free, Lex is going to shoot, 
<laughs> Lex is going to move. Lex is going to oh. shoot. I'm going to have Gordon yeah. move him. He's going to shoot. That was like the DC like 10th anniversary like uh, Lex Luthor, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Back, back oh, whenever you only had to like have one character to make an ATA, so you'd like. Um, I remember locally, Hawkeye yeah. with Thunderbolts was huge. Yeah, because the Chaos War Hawkeye had um, had Wildcard. Oh, yeah, Chaos Hawkeye was really good. So you got like a ninety-eight point Hawkeye who's like, you play him with like Morgan Le Fay, and he copies Mystics, and she bumps him up to like a five or like a four damage or something, and like he's also a Thunderbolt. So he went ahead and took like, I don't know, just Avengers Initiative and stuff like that. So. Hmm. Yeah. ATAs were stupid before they had to have a complete theme team to be used. They were actually yeah. useful. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were they were almost stupid useful though. Oh man, I can remember like playing like uh you remember, you remember Thor and Loki duo, right? Oh yeah. And they had they mystics, were always so they had weird. mystics, right? They had mystics, right, but they also had Avengers TA, right? And you could used to play the old feet. Uh, the you know it's, uh, it's, it's those thunderbolts right because mm-hmm. it had a, you had Avengers keyword back then that was a, that, or Avengers TA that was a prerequisite to use that right and right. then you could pick like uh, cross gen TA which is like one of the old indie ones and it dealt it was mystics just in a different name so you'd have like double mystics oh <laughs> stupid <laughs> stupid. Mm. I always they were really hard to play for a new player because like they'd have like shape change on like their attack power. Yeah, they had all white. special powers. And there was no all white powers all they had. Yeah, and just like it was just dumb because like none of their powers corresponded to their slots. What was yeah. Thor Loki? It was yeah. Thor Loki, yeah, from Hammer of Thor. Yeah. Yeah. God, they're stupid. Training <laughs> vulnerability. They had, oh, here it was. Uh, on their uh, speed power, they had running shot and shape change. On their attack power, they had super strength and perplex. On their defense, they had battle fury and exploit. And then they had quake and outwit on their damage power. So it's just like, wait, they have what? This is weird. <laughs> right? Mm. Like one of those special powers was called what, hammer and glamour, right? Like, uh, yeah, Hammer and Glamour, Brawn and Brains, Might and Mischief, yeah. Destruction and Deceit. And the trait was just called Trait. Yeah, yeah, there was no name, yeah. Oh, yeah, good times. <laughs> Sometimes I'm glad I didn't get into the game until later. It definitely calmed down a bit. What? This seems like it's right up your alley, man. Uh, Dan, you would have orgasmed over cop cars. <laughs> you're like, wait, you're telling me I get to hit you, do an unavoidable damage, then I get to place you, and now you're stuck there next to a 68-point piece with 11 freaking clicks? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I forgot. I thought looking at duo attack and five damage and 12 attack on me. <laughs> yeah, they were stupid. They were 362 points, though, but Jesus... <laughs> My, my first tournament ever, I ran into the GSX Magneto that had, like, that mega TK. Oh. And I just... And that was back when they had the Indestructibles. So, oh. like, I ran in there up against Steve's team, and he just goes, whap, 
whack. There's one dead piece. <laughs> was it like the? It was like was it the, was it the, was it the dumpster or was it like? Uh, he had the power, dumpster and like the, the power generator. generator from like yes. the X Men. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, dude! I got wrecked so hard. I was like, I don't even know what you're doing, man. Just just roll dice and tell me how much it hurts. <laughs> there's there's so much shit I forgot about over the years, man. <laughs> But yeah, so it says, give him power action, he can use TK twice as a free yeah. action. If he uses telekinesis, option three, increase damage dealt by two. So he's throwing undestroyable heavy objects at you for like five damage each. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so fun to have like Superman come in and whack you with that and then turn around and pick it back up. and like Oh my god. Run off yeah. with it with hypersonic. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember doing that one of my first tournaments. I I borrowed Josh Martin's shield generator or whatever, and like ran, played that. I played like uh, that Superman with that thing. Just ran around and smashed people with it. Oh man! It's, it's like time. you better get your people away from that, or I'm going to pick it up again. <laughs> this is probably why WizKids will never ever run, run an official Golden Age tournament ever. Probably again. not. They did it once and never, and they've never done it again, and, I'm, and they never will. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just, my uh, go ahead. No, it's just, I was just gonna say, there's just too much crap that you can put together. <laughs> we got off on a tangent and completely forgot about Dan's pick. Uh. <laughs> I forgot man. about it. I was just like, reliving my past, man. <laughs> no, it's fine. I feel uh, so. I, I, my answer is pretty short. My answer is War Machine, and the answer is they haven't made it yet. So I, <laughs> I, I've got to, I've got to win Worlds to make the perfect War Machine. Right, but if what's out there? What's your pick? Of what's out there, probably the Invincible Iron Man Prime War Machine. Yeah, he's really good. Um, although the problem is, is that he doesn't ignore hindering. But he does have willpower, um, and uh, the Age of Ultron one ignores hindering, but he doesn't have willpower. I'm like, he is a combat soldier. He should have willpower. <laughs> he should. You're right. Like I he, agree is, with that. he is. He's in a mech suit. I mean, yeah. There's no reason that mech suit Rhodey should not have a willpower. Uh, the new um, one from the WKOs. He's uh, cool. He doesn't ignore. Cool. He doesn't ignore hindering. Oh, his top dial looks really pretty. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, it is really pretty. It's running shots like you blast uh, four damage. Do you like the AOU one? He it, uh, he was fine as a call in, but he didn't have willpower. Very true. He did not. I used to love playing the old pre comic book day one from as part of the Hammer and Thor set. Uh, that one was back, good. I like back that in one. the back of the day. He was pretty freaking solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten range, twelve movement, running shot. Um, yeah, four damage. Uh, you should be happy, Dan. Like. You know, your boy Rhodey is part of one of the only, the only piece ever to have four lightning bolts. Right? right. Iron Man and War Machine was so badass. Oh, I thought that <laughs> one was Iron Man, Iron Patriot. Yeah, Iron Man, Iron Patriot. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Four bolts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, did they ever have energy explosion? 
Uh, you can give it to him with the power plant. I okay, think. yeah. Just like, I remember seeing that, and I think I was like, thanking God that it didn't freaking have, um, the, um, the energy explosion top dial back whenever yeah. that was huge. Yeah, let me see here. I'd have to look. There's only like three or four pieces that have four bolts. I think they were the first, though. Mm-hmm. They were. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, they had four bolts. They never had EE on their dial. No, there's uh, one, click. Had, there's one, one click. click of it. Yeah, sorry. One <laughs> with charge. charge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they were, they were another one of those 400 point movie pieces. Yeah. Um, it was my first chase I ever got. But. Oh, yeah? They were way better than that Thor, though. I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they could easily take down that Thor. Oh, yeah, they were just way, way, way better. Mm-hmm. My first ever chase piece was the Captain from Captain America. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I loved that piece so much. <laughs> so, well, let's uh, let's move into our questions uh, for tonight. Uh, okay. Let's see. So we divvied up these questions, segment one, segment two, segment one. Uh, Jay Solomon writes in, what is your go-to reference for a great dial that doesn't quite represent the character? For reference, mine would be JW52 uh, Green Lantern, an amazing piece for the points, but not powerful enough for the character. Uh, oh, boy, that's a good, tough one. I think we've talked about Trinity War Batman. Yeah, about how he's a great yeah. piece, but he's, like, a little powerful for a Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. What's another one that's underpowered? Mm, I know there's some out there. I'm trying to think. I'm like, it's a good cheap. Oh. I'm trying to think of like a piece that's good, but like it's just like doesn't do enough damage. <laughs> like a Superman who's only like doing three. <laughs> yeah, like uh, that's. You're shifting focus, Superman. They're too defensive and not offensive enough. Yeah. I mean, uh, I wish I had researched this one a little better. I feel like I OJ a good answer. <laughs> well, if you think about it when we're going through these, we can come back to it. Okay. Uh, KJ Foster, a uh, little bit of change here, a little meta question here. Uh, when playtesting a new concept, what is your process before the team actually makes it to a major tournament, Rock Cup, Origins, Worlds? Do uh, do you guys have an answer for this one? You want me to go first? You can go. Uh, when playtesting a new concept, it, it it always runs through the gauntlet of what is existing in the meta uh, competitive scene. Uh, and then that, other than that, it's rounds and rounds of practice. It's tweaking of different characters. It's running it by your group, um, for changes and improvements to the team. Um, uh, it's just time. Uh, the, the simple answer is time put into a new concept. Lots and lots of time. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got to think about, like, okay, what happens to this team whenever I go up against, you know, <laughs> like two Wolverines, two Cyclopses, a Blackbird. Like, do do I get wrecked? So, like the monster team that I was playing, um, 
back in WKOs and states. Um, specifically in WKOs, it was a little harder for the opponent in states. But like as Jason found out, and like we literally got to top four in the WKO, and I was just like, you know, there's no point in you and me playing right now um, because we both knew that with the limited maps I had without rock maps, that he would be able to have a call out, um, kill one of the colossal monsters on the team, and then basically if he could get some pop shots out and evade my very slow-moving team for the next 45 minutes, that he would get like a 30, 40-point to zero win. And, you know, it would just be annoying for both of us. So, like, you know, it's, it's not as bad in a... Um, environment where you have rock like the underground map or anything like that but um, you know like so that was one big flaw I knew about in the team was if somebody wanted to kill something and they had the mobility to get the call off off the board and there's not as many teams that can do that like these days and there's not as many pieces that can get themselves off the board I mean like your jeans and your cyclopses can but like I think you essentially get what I'm saying is that like I knew that that was one of my weaknesses was if somebody could not leave me someone to retaliate that it was going to be hard for that team. Um, you know the unimines and things like that weren't necessarily as um, I guess as dangerous to this team. Like sure, but I would probably be winning map with a plus eight theme. Um, and he would have very little chances to double bolt, and I had two surters, so he would have to make sure that the things that he was killing or, you know, whatever, were not getting him retaliated by, or at least Unimine getting retaliated by a surter. So, like, so the X-Men teams and the teams with really good positioning for callouts were, were the only teams that I really felt like were a big threat um, in a WKO for that team. But it, it just all depends on how you want to do. Like, um, I really wanted to play King Sharks, but um, it's too dependent on map, and there's too many theme teams out there. So those are things that you have to keep in mind. So it's just a bunch of different things. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You got anything else to add, Jason? No, I mean, it's pretty much like you said. It's a, I just don't have the time to run it through the gauntlet of everything, but yeah. Right, Just yeah, you practice. definitely got to... Practice, practice, practice. Uh, talk to your peak teammates about it. Have them poke holes in it. And if you don't have teammates, like, I mean, it's a really good community. I'm sure people would be willing to poke holes in your team for you. As long as you're a person who can take the criticism. Like, don't get mad if somebody's like, well, this is what I do against your team, and provided I roll, like, above a six, you're pretty much screwed. Like, don't take it as an insult. Take it as a... Like, this is a criticism towards the team. It's not towards you. Because, you know, some people will want advice, and then when you give it, they don't like what you say. So, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, we, we have that within the team, you know? That's mm -hmm. just part of being a team. It's just like, well, what happens whenever I do this? Well, screw you. That's what happens. Stop poking holes in my team. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. We've seen that happen. Yep. Um, Lane Miller writes in, what Flash is the best, and why is it KC Flash? Speed Demon. 
Prime, yeah. Prime Wizard from the, from the Deadpool set. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no no flash has ever been printed. Like me me and Dan were talking um, before Jason got on the call, and it was like there are, the answer is sort of weird because like there are different flashes, right? So like KC Flash is obviously probably the best flash ever made. Um, you know, all the, all the low point, like the Joker's wild Jake Garrick flash is a really good flash for Jake Garrick. Um, the DC 10th anniversary Wally West is a really good flash for like that teen Titans going into the justice league type, really young Wally West flash. Like that's a great dial for him, but like. And, like, even as far as Barry Allen goes, like, the Flashpoint Flash is very accurate for the Flashpoint storyline. But Barry is the most powerful Flash in DC Comics, and we don't have, like, a quintessential, like, this is the guy, Barry Allen Flash. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, he's always... I think... I think it's, like, the thing of if they give him... But it... If they give him too much, he's going to be too powerful, or he might be under-costed. But then there are times where it's just like, you know, the, the like Jason's saying, Speed Demon, great stats, great powers, 110 points. Why couldn't, why couldn't, right, in the trait, it to suit the Flash. I mean, but just like, great dial, but he's not nearly as fast as Barry or as strong. No. The Wizard Prime is 120 points, and then compare it to a 120-point flash from back around then, and it, there was no comparison. Like, Wizard outclassed every flash. And, like, there's still so many Barry Allens that don't even have improved movement ignores hindering terrain. The guy can phase through a wall, but he can't run through a bush. Yeah, it makes no but, sense. But, you know, that bush, you know, it, uh, it trips up a lot of men in their life. <laughs> right, it's it's very, it's very dense. <laughs> but I mean, like KC Flash, a lot of his problems are avoided by the fact that he could fly. Mm-hmm. Like if you just gave him ignores hindering terrain and characters, and he still had to run up a mountain like a normal freaking dude, then he wouldn't be nearly as good. Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like WizKids has the point formula for a good Flash. They just haven't done it. You know who Even, I kind of like that, you know, the, just, the, the Super Friends Flash, like, uh, kind of does that stuff we were just talking about. Oh, I mean, he's not as powerful as he should be, don't get me wrong. Right, has, I mean, like... He has a special power flight hypersonic to begin with, he has prob, he has three damage, he's like, I don't know, was it like 10 movement or 12 movement? 12 movement hypersonic. I, I just wish we had, like, a stat on how many flashes start with, like, a 10 attack, 2 damage with a perplex. You know? Yeah. Like, that just is so standard for a Flash piece. Ten attack, two... And I get that he's not the strongest dude in the world, but, you know, if we want the quintessential Flash piece, he needs to be a little... Like, give him an 11-3 starting out, make him ignore a bush whenever he runs. (laughs) Yeah, so to that extent, like, maybe Flash God of Death is, like, uh, the best Flash. Right, but at the same time, he's, like, a special Flash. Like, if you think Flash, you don't think Flash God of Death. (laughs) but yeah he's probably the best barry allen flash for sure i still i I still think i like kc better he was just really fun 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, his speed value was stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, easily. Um, Alex Coos writes in, The X-Men are my favorite Marvel characters, especially Jean Grey. Which Jean Grey figure do you think captures the essence of Jean, and which figure captures the essence of the Phoenix? I would say on the Phoenix, I will start with this one. The Phoenix has n- needs a new version. The Colossal Phoenix has not aged well from Armor's, Armor Wars. That's true. Um, just too bland of a dial at this point. Um, like, the Dark Phoenix, like, eats the universe. <laughs> and uh, none of these feel like they eat the universe. Now, as far as, like, Jean Grey, just pick one. <laughs> They're all almost the same. you got the low-dial Jean Greys that are basically, like, um, X-Men TKers for 40 to 60 points. And then you have, like, 90 to 110-point Jean Greys with running shots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, I always like Wolverine the X-Men 209 Jean Grey. She was awesome. The team-based one? No, no. This was the Gravity Feed one. Oh, okay. And she was like running shots like the blast flight, and she uh, could carry three characters if they shared keyword with her. Hmm. And it's not uh, decreased by the carryability. I yeah. always really, and I know it's like not that great, but like I always really like the Marvel 10th anniversary Dark Phoenix. Piece. Oh, I love her, yeah. Like, I mean, I never really played her at her higher point values because just like. At that point, we were already, like, didn't know that we were heading to, like, be competitive players. But, like, we didn't play outside of three, 400 very often. So, but, like, I always really enjoyed that you could go from Marvel Girl into Dark Phoenix at, like, 100 or whatever. Like, I just, I liked Battlefield promotion. I just, I wish they'd bring it back with pieces that could actually, like, promote. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the, I think the new Chase Jean's probably the. I'm not super familiar with the character, but I think she's easily probably the most, like the best Jean as far as just playability because she does a lot for the points that she ha- is worth. You know. Yeah. But, like I feel like she outclasses a lot of the other Jeans. Yeah, I agree with that. That is a fair assessment. Um, let's see here. Um, all of our other questions are for segment two. Okay. All right. So let's go into final thoughts. Um, Dave. Um, yeah. Good luck to everybody coming up at the tournament soon. There's a lot more than what you think. Make sure you like, you know, go out there and there's still plenty of opportunities for people to get rock points and things like that before the cup comes up. Um, so yeah, do some research and pay attention to the Facebook group and people are putting stuff up there every day. So. Yep. I agree. So we've got, uh, September 8th is Lula is Lexington. September 15th is Howard's team tournament. September 22nd is Chicago. Uh, October 6th is um, Little Rock. And then we go into uh, Rock Cup. Right. So So they're out there. (laughs) mm -hmm, For sure. And that's just uh, just here in the Midwest. 
I'll, uh, and I'll be playing at least one, so. Mm-hmm. Jason? Well, it was it was fun for the three of us to actually get on here and just like bullshit about HeroClix again. Yes. Yeah, All we're right. getting we're getting ready to hit what seven weeks here of hardcore practice and meta talk. So it, yeah, it was yeah. nice to talk a, a slightly casual for a little while. Yeah, I had a, had a good time reliving like eleven years of HeroClix history for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Budman. Yes. I'm just out of words on that one. Uh, <laughs> my final thoughts is uh, man goggle uh, mud manelman. <laughs> and thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Later. Deuce.